listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, I want to introduce our newest broadcast that joined us in 2018, The Marriage Take Over the Body of One, hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. They will be addressing a wide range of topics that will serve to encourage you and to strengthen your marriage. So remember, that's every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, The Marriage Take Over 
over the body of one. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Today I will be replaying uh, God in a Box, a series that aired in 2017. This is part 10. It is continuing with the culture of love. Amen. But before I start the message, I want to actually read the scripture. And there's something that I want to share that is not off topic, but it moves in the realm of knowing God outside this box that we create, um, amen, in, in our culture. And I'm reading from Ephesians 3, and I'm going to start in 20. It says, now, and this is the Amplified Bible. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. Have you ever thought about what is beyond what we can ask? In some some interpretations of the Bible, it says, imagine what beyond what we can think. What is this that God can give us that is beyond what we can think, imagine, or ask for? Amen? And this is something he is saying that he wants to do in your life. He came, Jesus said himself, that he came to bring life more abundantly and this series God in a box the whole idea of it was that I wanted to encourage you 
to start to see God beyond your your church organization, to see God beyond this world that we live in and understand that with him that nothing is impossible. Recently, I was uh, watching an interview of a leader high up in the body of Christ, and I won't say who it was, and I won't say what denomination it was, but he was being he was being asked in regard to um, uh, politics, and you know what our current uh, political environment is like, uh, at least in the United States. And um, when questioned about his choice, because he voted as a conservative, so he voted for uh, a Republican president. He voted for uh, President Trump. And the reporter asked him that, you know, in terms of morality and what uh, Christians believe in that was that not choosing something that went against what what Christianity was about? And his answer was, to the reporter, was he had to choose between the lesser evil. So he considered both candidates evil, but he decided that one was less evil than the other. And I thought to myself that he couldn't possibly be hearing him, hearing what he's really saying. He is saying that we as believers are now not choosing between good and evil, but we are choosing between what is the least evil. Where are we in terms of what we believe about our God? Why are we putting those kinds of limitations on him saying that we have to choose between the greater or the lesser evil? Do we not believe that with him all things are possible? When we say pray for our leadership, do we believe that God can move on the hearts of a a believer so that we don't really have to choose between a greater or a lesser evil, but we just need to be led by the Spirit? That the decisions that we make, we need to seek God because only He knows the outcome. He sees further. His wisdom is above our earthly wisdom. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Amen. And we have to begin to Realize that 
when we make choices like that and when we say things like that, that we are limiting God. We're saying that God cannot move in a particular situation. So we're making these rational decisions. When our major, our major focus should be on sharing the good news. Sharing the good news, not not sharing with people that basically when you come when you give your life to Christ, you're basically doing the same thing that you were doing in the world, choosing between a greater evil or a lesser evil, not understanding that there is a greater life in Christ that goes beyond our human thinking and that we need to seek the wisdom of God. And we have to begin with the fact that, first of all, God is love. That there is no darkness in him. That every good and perfect gift comes from above. Well, anyway, I'm going to stop right there because I want to <laughs> want you to get into this message and be blessed by God in a box part 10. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. His loving kindness, his mercy is new every day, every day. Praise the Lord and welcome to Declaring the Finished Work. This is Reverend Pat, your host. Glory to God. I thank God for the opportunity to be back here this week with you on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. Amen. Um, Here we are about to... Uh, move into God in a Box, Part 10. Can you believe it? Part 10. So the past uh, several um, episodes have been dealing with the culture of love. The culture of love. We've looked at the culture of the world. Um, God is showing us that in order for us to move into that place where we are really, we're in the world, but we're not of the world, we have to begin to recognize the culture of the world that is still influencing the way we think and the the attitudes that we have and the beliefs that we have because we have to move into a place that those things that are, contrary to the word of God are being uh, removed out of our lives amen praise God praise God and I thank God because it is him it is by his spirit that this awakening is taking place and moving us as the body of Christ to that next place that next dimension for this particular season Praise God. So we're going to pray and then we're going to jump into the message. 
Father, we praise you and we glorify your name for you alone are worthy. There is no other God but you. You are the true and living God. We magnify your name. Oh, we exalt it. We make your name glorious in the earth. You are beautiful, altogether lovely. We thank you for your dear son, Christ Jesus. We thank you that you have placed us in your son. A place where we are never separated from you. Seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for the atonement of sin. That you have freed us from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. What a glorious freedom we have. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So as we move through this part 10 of God in a Box, Lord, just continue to move upon us by your spirit because it is your spirit that brings life to words. Otherwise, they're just letters, letters. But is your spirit that brings life to it. Holy Spirit, move, move in this moment. Reveal to us all that needs to be seen in this moment. We thank you for your anointing that breaks the yokes in our lives. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for clearer vision. To be able to see more. To be able to see beyond where we are right now in this moment. Always recognizing that there is more of you. We thank you, Lord God, that you are showing us that you are not in this box that we have created. That has been structured by by doctrine and theology and beliefs and things that have limit you from being all that you are in our lives from us experiencing the fullness of your presence in our lives you are certainly past finding out your thoughts and your ways are as high above our ways and our thoughts as the heavens are from the earth We acknowledge, Lord, that we only know what you reveal to us. We don't look to ourselves for wisdom and knowledge, but we look to you, Father. In you, your Son, Christ Jesus, he is our wisdom. He is our truth. He is our way. He is our life. He is grace. He is love. He is perfection. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you that no weapon formed against us this day shall prosper. That this broadcast will go forth unhindered. We thank you, Lord God, for the words that you are sending forth, your word that you are sending forth today in this broadcast, that it will go to the very place that you have sent it to prosper. 
And we thank you. We know that every good and perfect gift comes from you. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Praise God. Last week was an interesting start. Um, uh, There was just such a spirit of worship. So it took me a moment before I could actually get into uh, the message. But I just love being open to the Holy Spirit and just allowing him to move in the moment in in the way that is ordained ordained for the moment hallelujah God is Alpha and Omega he is Alpha and Omega thank you Lord Jesus you are Alpha and Omega, we worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to praise. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. We to God. He is worthy to be praised. So we are looking at the culture of love in the kingdom of God and the culture of love in this world. And as I said last week, you know, we are born into this world, which is a broken world with the capacity to love unconditionally. And then as we grow in this world, we are taught or we learn from others how, how to love with conditions, how to love in a broken way. And we don't realize that it's broken until we come into contact with perfect love. I also said that last week that 
not loving others harms us more than not being loved by them. Our greatest need is to love. We are like our Father who is love. So at our very core is this need to love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I shared uh, last week about how God loves us, and I read a number of scriptures, so I'm just going to briefly go through some of them. God loves us. In Romans 5, 10, it tells us that he loved us while we were enemies. That's the kind of love that God has. 1 John 4, 9 tells us that he sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. Oh, how he loves us. In Hebrews 12, it, in verse 2, it tells us he considered it a joy set before him to endure the cross to redeem us. In Lamentations chapter 3, it speaks of his, his compassions never failing, and great is his faithfulness to us. In 1 John 3, he calls us his children. In Ephesians 2, he tells us we were made alive with Christ when we were dead in transgressions. And that we are saved by grace. This unearned favor. Psalm 94 speaks of his love being unfailing. It's a love that we can count on. It never fails. In Psalm 86 it tells us that he is forgiving and good. And abounding in love to all who call upon him. And 1 Corinthians 13, this love tells us that it bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Everything else may pass away, but God's love will endure forever. It never ends. In Isaiah 49, it tells us that he will never forget us. For he has engraved us in the palm of his hand. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 tells us that the eye has not seen or the ear heard all that he has prepared for us who love him. Psalms 30 tells us his anger only lasts for a moment, but his favor for a lifetime. Proverbs 3 tells us he disciplines us out of his love. We are a son that he delights in. Romans 8 tells us that nothing is able to separate us from the love of God. And in 1 John 4, we'll find that there is no fear in love. Glory to God. 
in, Gal in Galatians 5, chapter 5, we find that love is the fruit of the Spirit. And how do we produce fruit? By abiding in Him. It's being in Him that causes us to bear this fruit. And our Father has lovingly placed us in Christ. Let us always be reminded that we are in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So today we're going to move into the fact that we are able to love because he first loved us. The very thing that he asked us to do, to love him with all of his heart and all of his soul and to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, he has loved us first so that we are able to love ourselves and to love others. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 6 says, And the love your and the love and the Lord, excuse me, and the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring. So that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul that you, you may live. This was a prophetic word. Speaking of the time when Christ would come. Hallelujah. And our hearts would be circumcised. And the hearts of our offspring would be circumcised. And that we would be able to love the Lord God with all of our hearts and with all of our souls. And that we would have life. Not just life, but life more abundantly. 1 John 4 verse 10 says, This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. First John 4:19 says, "We love because he first loved us." Isn't that wonderful? That he supplies us with the very thing that he is asking us for. That's our father. That's our father. We love him out of the love that he has poured into us. Jesus. Romans 5, 5 says, God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Gave us the Holy Spirit. And through the Holy Spirit, his love is being poured into our hearts. Ah, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. We have a spirit of love. We have the spirit of love dwelling on the inside of us. We need not try to draw on this human love. 
but we can draw on the spirit of love that God has placed on the inside of us. It's an unending well of 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 life and, and water springing forth in our lives. This love has no end, limits. It never ends. It never fails. And this love lives in us. So as we let go of performance and allow the spirit of love complete control in our lives, letting go of our personal control and allowing this spirit of love to just flow forth with ease, getting ourselves out of the way, knowing that this is not something that we have to perform But God's spirit of love is present in us to flow in us. It's filling our hearts with love. And the more our hearts are being filled with the love of God, just receiving his love, it just begins to pour forth and it spills out into those we encounter in the world. Receive his love. Just receive it. Just allow your heart. Hallelujah. God is not judging you. He's not condemning you. He sent his son into this world to save you, not to condemn you. Hallelujah. He loved you while you were still an enemy. That's the love of God. Just let the love of God wash over you. Do not walk in fear. Hallelujah. Because the spirit of love has come. Hallelujah. John 17, 26 says, I have made you known to them. This is Jesus speaking. I have made you. He's speaking to his father. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Jesus himself is in us. And his Holy Spirit is continually making known to us the love that the Father has for us. Hallelujah. There's this this complete unity of the Spirit that we have with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are never separated. Never separated. Never separated. We move. We live, move, and have our being in, in His presence, in His love. Hallelujah. 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 And as I said, as this... As we just fill up, fill ourselves up on the fullness of this love that he has for us. How accepted we are by him. We love our neighbors out of that. 
We love ourselves and we love our neighbor out of that. We are able to forgive ourselves. We are able to minister the love of God to ourselves. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm going to read. um, This is out of the Old Testament, Leviticus 9. This is the culture that the Lord of God revealed to his people. This is the culture that he wanted them to live in. And this is what he says. This is the culture of love. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge. Neither shall you gather the gleanings after your harvest. And you shall not strip your vineyard bare. Neither shall you gather the falling grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and for the sojourner or the stranger. I am the Lord your God. You shall not steal, you shall not deal falsely, you shall not lie to one another. You shall not swear by my name falsely and so profane profane the name of the Lord, your God, for I am the Lord. You shall not oppress your neighbor or rob him. The wages of a hired worker shall not remain with you all night until the morning. You shall not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block before the blind, but you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. You shall do not, you shall do no injustice in court. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great, but in righteousness shall you judge your neighbor. You shall not go around as a slanderer among your people, and you shall not stand up against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. You shall not hate your brother in your heart, but you shall reason frankly with your neighbor, lest you incur sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. When a stranger sojourns with you in your land, you shall not do him wrong. You shall treat the stranger who sojourns with you as the native among you. And you shall love him as yourself. For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So he is outlining, the Lord is outlining to the Hebrew children this environment of love. This is the Old Testament. But now that love has come, hallelujah, and the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, is shedding the love of God in our hearts, hallelujah, filling us, glory to God. Love is the fulfillment of the law. Romans 13.10 says, love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. 
Isn't that wonderful that we don't have to look at three or four hundred different laws and variations on laws and laws under sub-laws and just love. Love is the fulfillment. Because when we are operating in the spirit of love, we don't steal, we don't commit adultery, we don't mistreat, we don't glory in someone else's injustice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's simple. Just allow. Just allow your heart to be filled with the spirit of love. First for yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then for others. Hallelujah. Make sure you receive enough of God's love. Hallelujah. For yourself. And out of that, loving others. This is something that has to happen every day. Every day we have to consume his love. Let it overtake us. Remind ourselves. Even if we have to, maybe we need to memorize more love scriptures to remind us that the culture of the kingdom is love. It's the fulfillment of everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 14, it says, Let all that you do be done in love. The things that we do are empty if they're not done in love. They have no value. It becomes just vanity. Without the love of God. First John 4 verse 8 says. Whoever does not love does not know God. Because God is love. How do we know him? We know him through his love for us. We draw near to that love that he has for us. We don't say that we're unworthy. We don't focus on that because he has said that we are worthy. He has called us worthy. He created us and called us good. Hallelujah. He called us good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Romans uh, chapter 13 verse 8 says let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law Hebrews chapter 13 verses 1 and 2 says keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters do not forget to show hospitality to strangers for by so doing some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it amen amen and the power of this love goes even further because in matthew 
chapter 5, verse 44, it says, But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. This is not something we can do out of our humanity, but out of the spirit of love that dwells on the inside of us. That is the power, the anointing. That gives us the ability to love our enemies and to pray for those who persecute us. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Love the fulfillment of the law. Mark 12, beginning in verse 30. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. No commandment greater than these. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Here are scriptures on cultivating a love lifestyle. Our lifestyle should be one of love. If our lifestyle is a lifestyle of love, we won't have to worry about behavior. Hallelujah. Because we love ourselves, a lot of the things that we do that go against the commandments of God is because we're not loving ourselves. And as we start to love ourselves, there are things we just won't do because we love ourselves. Hallelujah. There are things you won't do because you love you. You love you out of the love that first loved you. Hallelujah. You are forgiven. You have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. That's how loved you are. Redeemed. In right standing. God is no longer angry with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's no longer angered, really, by the sin because Jesus, Jesus paid the price. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Colossians 3.14, and over all these virtues put on love. Um, and preceding this, it speaks of uh different virtues but above all those virtues that are listed um i actually let me let me just pull up colossians 13 and we'll look at the um we'll look at the um 
virtues surrounding that. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Colossians 13. Amen. Praise Jesus. Did I put in the right? You know what? I think. I said Colossians 13, but it's really Colossians 3. Sorry about that, people. My sisters and brothers, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Colossians 3. And let's drop down and look at the verses preceding that. Okay, so the virtues are. Amen, amen, amen. Compassionate hearts. Kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. These are the virtues. Bearing with one another. Forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But above all of these, put on love. Because love is the fulfillment of all of this. Because when you think about it, out of love... You're going to have a compassionate heart. You're going to be kind. You're going to have humility and you're going to have meekness. And and you're going to have patience. Amen. Amen. And you're going to be forgiving. Amen. All of that springs out of love. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 1 John 4. 16 says, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. You have to know it and rely upon it. If fear creeps in, you've got to know and rely on the love that God has for you. He has said that he won't leave you and he won't forsake you. You can rely on this love, and it never fails. Proverbs 21.21, whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. Amen. And this righteousness is a gift, a gift from Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 He has given us the gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 10, verse 12 says, Hatred stirs up conflict. We see that all the time. It stirs up conflict. But love covers over all wrongs. Mm. King James says, Love covers a multitude of sin. Love. Jesus. First John 2 verse 15. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. Meditate on that. Do a word study on the word world. 
so you understand what you are not participating in the culture of this world because this world is not our home it is a distortion of the original plan which shall come to pass it's not like God didn't know that Adam and Eve would be deceived by the enemy he had a plan for all of that it's all part of our humanity he's given us the ability to choose unfortunately Adam and Eve chose the wrong thing Because they were deceived into thinking that they were missing something. How often have we been deceived that we're lacking something? So we participate in something because we think it's going to fulfill something that's missing in our lives. But God has given us everything that we need for life and godliness. Everything else is just overflow. The only thing that we truly need in this life is God. God is love. That's all that we truly need. Everything else is a desire and a want. But God's love fulfills every every space in our lives. And because we are satisfied and filled with his love, we go about our life loving. Loving. And those who love us back, it's just overflow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But it's not needed. It's just overflow. Because all that we need is in him. Hallelujah. He fulfills every ache in our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Galatians 5.13. We're still talking about cultivating a love lifestyle. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. That's not freedom. That's bondage. Rather serve one another humbly in love. Hallelujah. John 14, 23. Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. When we are walking in the spirit of love, it's easy to obey his teaching. Because his teaching is all about love. Everything, everything that he teaches springs forth out of the spirit of love. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Galatians 5, 6. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. He's talking about the physical circumcision. Because now we have a spiritual circumcision of our hearts. The only thing that counts, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. So even faith has to express itself through love. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right now, Holy Spirit, I thank you that your spirit is moving upon our hearts. Filling us up with more of the love that comes from our God. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We thank you that it is by grace that we are saved. We can't boast in it. We can't perform our way into it. So we just receive it. Knowing it is a free gift. It is a free gift from a, a God who loves us. Who so loved us. That he gave his only begotten son. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that weights are being lifted right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Eyes are opening. Scales are falling off hearts. Those scales that we we create to protect ourselves, that we can just let go. Let go of that control, allow you to be that protection for us so that we can freely receive and freely give. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that we will just continue, continue to meditate on all that we have in you. Knowing that there are no borders because there are no, there's no end to you. And that we just continue to expand in our knowledge of you. Greater, greater revelation and greater manifestation in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And for those souls, Lord, that have not received, hallelujah, this powerful, forgiving love that came through your son, Jesus Christ, by his bearing the sins of the world on the cross that we might be saved. I thank you, Lord, that they receive in this moment your forgiveness that they call upon the name of the Lord, that they might be saved. Hallelujah. 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 Saved. Saved from the evil of this world. Hallelujah. That is through the power of your love that we are liberated. We are liberated. We are liberated and we are 
in heavenly places with you. And we are able to look, look down on the culture of this world from a higher place, from a higher perspective. It no longer holds us captive. It no longer holds us bound. We're no longer prisoners of this world. But you have made us free. You have made us free. Hallelujah. By your truth, you have made us free. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, God. So praise God. Praise God for these messages. And I hope that you will go back out, listen to the podcast from the uh, very beginning. At some point, I will probably replay the whole series um, again. Amen. Because the only way that we are going to overcome hate is with love. It's the only way. It's the only way. In the beginning of the year, I started out with a message entitled, Elevation in Love. It was a promised word from the Lord that this year we would be elevated. He would cause us to be elevated in our love. Our love would increase supernaturally. That we would be able to love in ways that we haven't been able to love up to this point. But he was increasing, increasing, increasing the flow of love in our lives. There would be fountains just pouring forth this fresh, sweet water called love. Watering, watering thirsty and dry places, places that are cracked. Dead places, watering them with the spirit of love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So this is the conclusion of God in a box. I will probably proceed later on with messages that are connected to God in a box. Um Amen. As we just continue to loose ourselves from 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 the things of this world that that bind us so that we can be fruitful in the earth. Amen. Amen. Live fruitful lives and fulfilled lives. Hallelujah. And that the lives that we come into contact with, that we are able to be a blessing and that we can cause other lives to be fruitful. Because they've come into contact with us. The spirit of love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com, 
All of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. 